and welcome to Talk Radar UK, episode 56. I'm joined in the studio by the two Daves, Dave Horton. Hello. And Dave Mikulham. Hello. And no Matt. Mm. Oh, no. no Justin. Way. <laughs> so basically no Sega or, or good gags this week. No, then. no, no. Um, well, you know, don't, well, we don't can try, we can try. Don't, don't put it's it the kids have turned off. I'm feeling a bit sort of like left behind now. Everyone don't. just adopted Cundy and it's like. I'm sure people like you. They're Do you want know to say this is our chance to shine without him? Less, yeah. Less, 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 you know. You're the thinking man's choice of podcast member. That's what it is. That's all right, I like that. Stick that's, that's, that's fine. And Stick I'm the, uh, the drinking um, man's. Yeah. Sonic Mans. The something. S- Sonic Mans. Sexy yeah. Mans. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Bumbling Mans. Bumbling Mans. I thought he was going to say something else, huh? <laughs> what? Oh. Um, yeah, we still keep the smut in, even though Matt's not here. Yeah. Um, we was going to do news for this bit, you yeah. know, like we usually do, but um, there isn't any. No. No, we, we, had a, we had a little look around this morning and, and yesterday, and I think... Everyone's sort of gearing up for TGS, which takes place on Thursday. So if you listen to this now, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so everyone's everyone's just gone gone cold, gone radio silence. Yeah. Entire and, industry on pause right now. And that's it. The the big things that are happening, like Halo Reach coming out uh, tonight. Is it Tuesday night? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, mates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well so sure. Halo Reach coming out yesterday. Uh, the publicity stunt and things like that with the oh, the old the, jetpack, the, the jetpack Spartan. Yeah. I you know. the most annoying noise I've ever heard come out of someone else's PC speakers yeah. in yeah. the office. Just like, like yesterday, ever. it came out of everyone's PC speakers over the course of. And we couldn't all listen to it at the same time. It was like one yeah. man finished. Went, oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. I'll watch that. Oh, what's that? And it's it was good. Just Domino the sound effects. I quite a, liked it. Sound like a giant balloon inflating and deflating the entire morning. Or a uh, jet engine. Which sounds like balloons. Yeah, which does sound like it. Like millions of balloons well, all being inflated concept. at once. The jet, that's how they work, though. They're just like giant balloons. They just untie when the plane takes off. Yes, you're right. That's it. So we've uh, we've kiboshed the news section in favour of getting straight on with it and going straight in with what we've been playing. Yeah. So, Dave, what have you been playing? I've been giving my new PS3 some love this week. <gasps> yeah. You bought a PS3, have you? I bought one the other week, yeah. It was when you were off. I got one yeah. then. Okay. Uh, I thought it was about damn time, and it was. So did, I've got one now. Did you get any games with it? Uh, no. Well, basically, I made a point of not doing, because I went... I was going to order it online. Mm. Um, I went to Blargos in the end, purely because those are the only two options which actually allow you to buy a PS3 without about 14 shit games you don't want Okay, for an extra 400 quid thrown on. <laughs> there aren't any shit games for PS3. There's plenty. There's plenty. <laughs> but um, I've been playing a semi-shit one this week. Well, it's not semi-shit, partially. But which, what games. have you been playing? Well, basically... Uh, it's me- a bit harsh. No, I'm so, semi-shit. I'm, I'm not sure you enjoyed this one. I have been. I'm not, so saying, last I'm not saying... It was, it was merely a segue, Dave. It was oh, a clever brain. segue. You had to ruin it by getting too factual about it. Come on, then. What, uh, what basically, is it? I've been playing the not at all completely shit and actually quite good AVP. Oh, right. Okay. This is Predator, which I kind of hadn't bothered playing for a while. Mm. Uh, and then Meeks has been, as a fellow alien nerd, has been kind of like espousing its sort of geeky joys to me for a while. So right. let me use copy. And I had a good old time, actually. Okay. So, yeah. I thought you had it on 360. Nah. I think we only got PS3 copies of that in. Did we? I think so. Maybe yeah. I sold the other ones. Yeah, maybe you did. It's probably that. You remember yeah. that night out we had? And oh I, yeah, was and that? I had loads of money so, at the bar. Oh right, the, yeah. You said the one you said Sega were covering, but I didn't see yeah. any of the PRs around. Yeah, that was it. That's what you meant, right? That was it. So how have you been getting on with Alien? I've been getting Predator on with AVP. I, fin- I finished it in about. I mean, it's, it's a pretty short game. I finished it over like a weekend, but okay. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, obviously it's split into three mini mini campaigns. Um, Covering all three species: marine, yeah. aliens, and uh, Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> ho ho! I'm in predators. Yeah. But um, yes. Yeah, oh. so- <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I said Matt was, said it was going to be wrong, wrong Matt, not here. Anyway, yeah, so that's been really good. The, I think the Marine campaign's the strongest all around. Right. In the, atmospherically, it's the closest to the Alien films. And to be honest, as much, it's a slightly shaky game in places, but the, the fact that it's atmospherically bang on okay. is absolutely what carries you through if you're a fanboy. Um, the Marine one's spot on. Yeah. Um, Predator one, half good, half a bit squiffy towards the end mm. i mean really good mechanics it's just the stealth is a bit gimped by the fact that the ai is completely inconsistent so you can't really plan things right okay and then once you get his better weapons i.e the throwing disc and the spear he just, he just sort of breaks the game a bit and right. you can just cloak kill cloak kill um like and that. the alien one though surprisingly absolutely brilliant i thought it was gonna be an absolute nightmare okay the first it is because the fact that you can run over any surface anywhere you want and just right. get down and yada, yada, yada. And it's all melee attacks, which is generally absolutely crap in first person. Mm. Um, Should have killed it. Um, but and for the first hour or so, it is a bit naff. But once you get out into the more open arenas, yeah. where you're running around like an entire outdoor marine camp, picking them off one by one, mm. sort of sabotaging stuff, sneaking into rooms, killing guys, sneaking into other rooms. It's really, really fun. Okay. As soon as you start sort of thinking like an alien yeah. and um, <laughs> sort of, no, it's weird, because once you actually get the hang of the controls, you really do start sort of getting a sense of how those things move right, okay. and how they're most effective. So okay. just like basically just sitting on the court, a darkened corner of a ceiling and squealing to get someone coming in. Right. And flanking around behind them upside down on the ceiling. Yeah. Giving them a whip, tail whip in the back of the head, then jumping around and tearing the throat out. You see, if someone... Never gets boring. See, if some something squealed in the dark, I, my, my natural reaction would Run be to away. go away Especially from that. Especially, that's something that confused me all the way through, because you know it's surrounded by aliens. Mm. It's obviously set quite away into the franchise, because they're referring to it as a bug hunt already, so these guys right. know what's going on. Okay. Um, and yeah, they hear an alien go, or yeah. as my close approximation goes, and like, oh, oh, it's good that it was on let, the county. Yeah, let's yeah. check that out. Yeah. Although sometimes they don't actually. Sometimes they kind of walk into the other corner yeah. and go, it came from over here, which sort of seems like an AI bug, but maybe it is just that they're sort of trying to look brave while going, doo, doo, yeah. doo. no, no, Jeff, it was definitely it's, on that other planet over there. Let's go there, the one sounds, with the beaches. Sounds, definitely full of aliens. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They all died anyway, so oh, right. served them right. That's all right then. That is all right. Yeah. Dave, what did you think of AVP? Uh, yeah, it's kind of slocky, kind of six, seven out of ten meteoric. <laughs> As as Hooter said, it, it was character. I mean, it it worked for me just because I'm a massive fanboy of both franchises <clears throat> mechanically. Yeah, as Hooter said, it's a bit spiffy, but um, mm-hmm. there are there, there are a lot of like, nice touches like the uh, even like down to the, like the achievement and trophy names all yeah, being really named good. after like quotes from the films. Right. Okay. Which is quite a nice touch, and there's the really nice like first person like uh, executions, which are really gory. Yeah, uh, pretty effective, and just like a lot of little things, like you know, like the the first level is kind of oh the pacing of the openings amazing. Yeah, like the first yeah. level of the Marines really like the kind of like setting of Alien Three, mm. uh, and there's like a really nice like little um, set piece, not like a disco, yeah. where it's like there's a strobe light and that makes it really atmospheric with the lights going on and off, and mm. the kind of really camouflage and the aliens as they sneak up on you. Like you just it's just like, like really filthy basic. You like all your senses are completely shot, and yeah. you just get these little shadows of mm. reflection of things curling down from the ceiling right while you're completely sort of you know overly disoriented and just um, like there's like little audio diaries that make references to like ripley in the film yeah the ripley one's really nice actually oh, Lan- yeah. lance henriksen who played bishop in aliens and alien 3 he he's in it he's got quite a substantial role so yeah it just like in terms of fan service uh it's got it's got you well covered in ter- if you're looking for you know another modern warfare triple yeah. sure it's definitely not for you but well, it's not for me then. No, that's not. It's uh, not for me because that's exactly what I'm after, isn't it? I've um, I, I went to the, I think it was Sainsbury's or it might have been Asda recently, mm. and I think I saw it for like twelve pounds. 
Oh, it's worth 12 quid. Yeah. Sure. If, you like, if you're a fan of the franchise, you should. <laughs> yeah, that horrible caveat. I mean, if you don't care. If, if you like this, yeah. you'll love this game. But if you don't like either Alien or Predator, then you probably don't. So it's true. It's like a, a six, if you maybe a five or a six, if you're not Yeah, yeah. Not really a fan of the material. And then, but pushing maybe even an eight, if you're honest. Yeah, yeah. So that's Definitely. how kind of polarising it is. Mm, exciting. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah. Um, it's this game called Uncharted. It's quite good, I found. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it's all right. I heard about this. Is, uh, it, is it literally your first time playing it? Literally my first it? time with Nathan right. Drake, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Meeks has let me both of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Meeks has let me both of them, so I'm playing them in order. Right, um, okay. I'm up to the... I got to as far as the Sunken City last night. Sunken just after City. the... Um, Sort of on rails bit on the back of the jeep. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sunken city, yeah. When yeah. you go off the side of the cliff. Yeah, yeah. Really Spoilers. good. Yeah. And basically, it's sort of like it feels like anything What's I'm going to say bit? is a bit pointless and void because I'm just going to say Uncharted's really good. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's got round by now. Oh, um, that's, nah, that's, that's, that's shit, mate. That's, shit. That's fine. Really? Shit. Six out of oh, ten, mate. No, it's it's dead good. It's dead good. Um, the thing that's really impressed me actually is the uh, the quality of the shooting because yeah. I knew like the shooting basic cover mechanics and shooting mechanics were going to be great. Um, but it's just how kinetic and sort of on the spur of the moment the fights are. Yeah. Because, you know, you play something like Gears and you're in this head, however wide the area is, you're still basically going down corridors of various widths. Yeah. And you're pushing forward and you're flanking around a bit and that's about it. Yeah. But every little skirmish in Uncharted is such a multi-directional kind of organic mm. thing. There's never any sense of kind of, I'm going forward, the guys are coming towards me. Yeah. I'll go around the back of them. Because after like a minute, there is no back or forward. Because mm. guys are flanking around, they're coming at you from behind, they're coming coming from everywhere. Yeah. And you realise that what you thought was the progression of cover going forward is just cover, basically. Yeah. And you've, you could be running around in circles, getting different heights. Yeah. When you yeah. realise you can climb up little monoliths and hang over the top of the cliffs and shoot them and stuff like that. Mm. It's, it's quite just, nice. It's so kind of organic and completely yeah. sort of, um, what's the word? Something. I can't remember that yeah, word. Not that that shit. word. Not shit. It's not definitely shit. not. That's two words. Let's so hyphenate you could it. Hyphenate. Well, yeah. Not shit. Yeah, not shit. Yeah, well, let's make that an adjective. <laughs> not shit. Um, Good. I think after because I I got the uh, I, I went through it and got the platinum. Did you end up doing that in the end? Yeah, when, the original game. Yeah. After after a while, you start to realise that um, as soon as you see blocks or boxes, that's your fight bit. Yeah, yeah, I've got that. Yeah, waste time walls. Yeah, as soon as there's a little quiet bit, that's your climbing bit. And then your your puzzle bit like comes when there's just a room that's like quite tightly yeah. packed, and I sort of you know even though even though it's pretty transparent that that type of stuff, I think it it sort of works quite well. It sort of well, like, it's so well paced keep, anyway. Keeps flowing, yeah. Well, because I think I noticed the other night because I was obviously out, I noticed kind of how you know it was kind of like indicating this get you good out now, but you can yeah, right now get it to jump now. Um, but you, I still started thinking more about the way they were pacing it and the way they set it up is absolutely beautiful in terms of kind of you know sort of tense bit, quiet bit. Tense bit, tense bit, tense bit, really hard bit, goes quiet for like a couple of seconds. Yeah. And then suddenly the guys attack now, but now you've moved around and now you've got a massive chain gun emplacement. Yeah. So it's the big sort of payoff for all the kind of crap you've just been yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sort of like, the, the sense of kind of emotionally what the player's going through all the way through is brilliant. Uh, is he, has he, have, would he, would Dave have met the, uh, the, the, the uh, yeah, the man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the no. scent man. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Okay. All right. I'm not going to finish it now, mate. You've ruined another one. I basically, no, spoiled no. that for you. No. no. Yeah, yeah. Calling them. The, the, it, the yeah, yeah. If you've seen the descent. I've seen the stop, descent. Stop saying it. I have literally seen the descent on launch weekend. Spoilers. Oh, you, Michael Ham. Thank you, Captain. I've got all excited by 
letting that spoiler slip. Oh, it's funny you say, you get all excited and your hands disappeared under the table. Let's bring our hands, all of our hands, back like, up on the table. And it, has anyone actually been playing anything that's contemporary? Makes, have you, uh, <laughs> have you played something that's new? Uh, Isn't no, first playing no? Asteroids last night. No, that, okay. It's pretty cutting edge. Old school. Pac-Man. Pac-Man. I feel, yeah. I feel I should be doing some like comedy Cornish noises to make... Not for the yeah. Cundy size to win this podcast. Like, right, whacka, whacka, whacka. whacka. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's, that's Fozzy Bear. That's, it is, it is Fozzy yeah. Bear. Um, but yeah, you, you have been playing something. Yes, uh, I have Halo something. So rock, what? Halo Reach Rock. Halo Reach. Halo Reach. Halo Reach, which uh, is very, very good. Tell us about Halo Reach then. Uh, Halo Reach, I started cracking on with it yesterday. Uh, the biggest thing I just noticed out the gate is it looks... The engine looks much, much, much better than No DST, which I, I finished last week. It finally seems like a Halo game that matches graphically the other big Megaton shooters in the genre. So I think for me, graphically, it looks the engine looks as good as a Modern Warfare. Really? Um, Interesting. It's really, I mean, the, the environments look much more organic, much less blocky mm. uh, than the old games. Uh, it's just, uh, there's a lot more like impressive visual effects going on. It just it seems much more assured um and it's it's kind of back the big sweeping vistas of like halo 3 and the original halo yeah after like odst was a bit more um compact it was all kind of like you know you, you did have your kind of streamlined semi-open world city but the actual missions themselves which were kind of like the um kind of flashbacks the actual yeah. odsts when you found their bits of equipment in the city they were kind of like more slightly sectioned off they're a bit more linear and compact but like reach from the, last, the first couple of levels it's really yeah. big open environments again there's a lot of warthog sections um, some really interesting new weapons in there the kind of slightly bastardised versions ho 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 dirty word <laughs> of uh, the old guns uh, from the original trilogy because it's obviously it's a prequel Re- the whole reach concept it's based off some it's based off one of the novels The Fall of Reach which was X amount of years before the original Halo. Right. It's the basically the the fall of one of the human colonies to the Covenant. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. What? The old sci-fi what? stories. Well, oh, Master Chief was seven. He graduated from. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like some of the guns are really interesting. There's kind of like a, I think it's called the DRR Rem, which is kind of like a mid-distance kind of like scoped um scoped weshin scoped weshin scoped scoped weshin which is uh quite similar to the Halo 2's battle rifle uh there's uh, another scoped version of uh the needler for the first time in the series so it's oh, right. oh, that <coughs> kind of like yeah. A, yeah it's almost like a, a sniper rifle meets uh the needler uh there's a, a really interesting um kind of rocket launcher which is uh, if you know the plasma sticky grenades, yeah. Oh, that thing's amazing. Which yeah. uh, it fires like you charge it up and it'll fire like three, five, seven plasma grenades, oh, which right. is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty much so, the funniest thing ever in. Yeah, the, the new weapon set really mixes things up. Uh, multiplayer side of things, uh, it's got probably the most sophisticated match making system I've seen. It's really for for someone who's essentially a bit shit. At, Online shooters. But you just don't like them. Is, well, is, I just it? don't like getting shot. I'm, yeah. I'm good at FPSs, <laughs> but I just can't cope with 12 year olds who play at 16 hours a day. Right. So, uh, but you can really filter it down to like how steady the connection is, what language people speak in the room. Mm. Obviously, if people are like people of a similar rank to you, which is a big help. Um, I mean, so I played a few games last night and I, I did not get owned. My kill death ratio was every, ever so slightly in plus, which. 
It's a big thing for me because I, I get obsessed. obsessed with. I get uh-huh. obsessed with my kill death ratio. If I, if I get killed like three or four times more than I kill, then it just sends me wrong in the head and I just retreat <laughs> back in the little corners and then I just end up getting killed more the more cowardly I get and it spells out of control and I get all sad and sometimes I snap discs or yeah, things yeah. and then it's not, don't play and then there's blackouts and you wake up surrounded by bodies and yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm sure uh, I'll co-op that with uh, some people from the office so I'm looking forward to that okay that uh, sounds quite exciting You, we were talking this morning about the because um, obviously uh, Charlie in the US did the review for it yeah uh, what what was your feelings of the of the score so far if you was rating it yourself if I was rating it myself it's a bit it's a bit early to say mechanically it's got the mechanics to support a nine, but I can only tell the story just how the you're pacing. Rubbing, you're rubbing the, your legs as you as you saying this. Are you, are you excited? Yeah. Oh. Right. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, mechanically, it's it can support a nine out of ten game, but it'll just have to see how the pacing and the set of pieces and the environments go. I mean, the, the level design's tight as anything. I love the new weapons. Yeah. It's graphical. It's a massive leap on so. Uh, yeah, I can easily see it sporting a nine out of ten game. I wouldn't go mad and say I don't think it's an important enough game to certainly score a ten. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it, it's absolutely bare minimum an eight. But uh, I suspect I'll probably enjoy it to a nine if it, I, want, I need to feel the need to put an arbitrary number. Yeah, just put an arbitrary my enjoyment. Number. So that's fine. Did Ed, we all saw the uh, the email that Charlie got? That was amazing. Yeah, that he received Big through head. the uh, through the Games Radar Network. Yeah, um, it's quite quite yeah. Uh, Quite eloquent, I thought. Uh, Impassioned. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely wasn't a fanboy. No. No. No, definitely not. Um, Some of the choice cuts were something like they they hope that he suffers for something. He's definitely going to get fired for this. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. When, yeah, this is definitely going to be the game of the year and something about being played. Yeah. Yeah. Game of the year. Definitely 10 out of 10. Yeah. This person hasn't played played it by this point, mind. I assume Um, so. I, I also so. wish death upon it. What? What, what, what upon what, Charlie? What, That's I, not very nice. What, no, it wasn't me. Definitely oh, wasn't me. What about you? That, oh, that, that email. Oh, oh I love you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've gone wrong. Um, you haven't been playing anything else, though. You've just been busy penning poison pen letters to Charlie. I, uh, well, between the poison pen letters, I've be also been playing a bit of Mafia too. Hey. All right, yeah. which is uh, oh, here is just. Now rubbing himself. Oh. Oh, I don't, uh, hands above the tables. Right, like they're I'm up not, again, they're I've, up got, again. I've got my arms crossed. So. I'm not having this. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, w- I was put off by uh, by a four or ten review for the game. Oh, um, that review. But, but I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I persisted with it because it's actually. Um, it's a really, really solid, interesting we, open world game. You, you don't have to name the outlet that did. That I did, did last week. Did the review, but what was the? What's your main gripes with it? Then? The main gripes were it just. I don't, want to say, I don't want to say it had an agenda. I mean, it was quite possibly just how the guy felt when he was reviewing it. But um, it just seemed so skewed towards criticism. Like the criticism was just, it was really, mm. really acidic as well. I mean, it seemed like it enjoyed kicking the shit out of it. Whereas, and like in a lot of things now, I, I must have sunk about four or five hours in it. I was just completely unfounded. Like saying stuff like the shooting is completely broken. Whereas realistically, the shooting is as good as, what what is probably widely considered the best game in the last five years in GTA Four? The shooting yeah. is as good as that. Yeah, the cover system is better than that. Uh, the guns are all enjoyable. Far the the again the driving is as good, if not arguably better. I than think GTA. it's a lot better than I mean, GTA. I think, in my own opinion, Ooh, the whole the whole package falls way way short of GTA Four. Um, but in terms of mechanically, it's easily as good as GTA Four. It's just 
all the components don't quite sync up like GTA. But um, I think I think the, what people probably struggled with is on the surface, um, Empire Bay, which is the city it's set in, does mm-hmm. look for all intents and purposes like an open world city. But realistically, there's actually very little of doing it. So right, it kind of, okay. I think the best way to think of it is it's kind of like it's an interactive like movie set. Like if you treat it okay. like a set, just to base your adventures in. Yeah. It works a little better. It's just it's essentially really pretty window dressing, which is not a problem for me because the way I usually play open world games, I just usually crack on with the main story. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the the fact that you can't really there aren't a lot of things to dick about with doesn't bother me. And the, the single best thing it does, which is really incredible, is it absolutely nails the ambience of like mm, say nineteen yeah. forties New York. Okay. And it actually switches between the forties and fifties in the game. So at that point all the radio stations completely changed from 40s music, from li- right. li- famous licensed 40s tunes to famous licensed 50s tunes. So the the first four or five hours of the game, they're set Empire City, uh, Empire Bay, I should say, yeah. uh, in the winter, so everyone's bathed and so, and it's got this really kind of like homely, like kind of 40s feel. And then everyone's kind of like feels like more rock and roll, like bright summer feel when you go to the 50s. Like the, yeah. suddenly the city is just, it's set in the summer, all the cars have changed, even the handling and the cars have changed, and now it's got all these new radio stations. And it's yeah, basically a people, really ambitious move. And it's even the way people really talk nice on touch. the street, it's just the way people sound when you hear NPC chat. On the street, yeah, it's and completely like, different. All the people's clothes in the streets have changed as well. So it's just almost shows that you're playing a different game. So yeah, it's it's a really it's a really solid game. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Well, that that sort of um, like you know that you were saying that it's it's not a four out of ten game. Um, it sort of proves. Or, or makes another point about whether review scores actually mean anything then these days, because like you know, it, even if even though it got four out of ten in in one place, it doesn't mean that someone else isn't going to have some. To enjoyment be honest, out I think I'm still a bit a bit of a sucker for review because if it hadn't been for Hooters and Passion Please that I should play the game, I probably wouldn't have just because that review was so damning. I, I just thought, well, if, if what you'd, this, you'd written it off based on the well, review. Yeah, then. I mean, yeah, remember, yeah, what happened. Yeah. I remember that day because the copy came okay. in and like I sort of, I think it was between me, me and Meeks were going to take it home. Mm. And I, I asked if I could take it before him. Yeah. And he'd literally read in between it coming in and then and wanting it. And mm. me asking him that, he'd read that review and thought, I'm not going to play it now. True story, kids. Yeah, this actually happened. So, you know. Don't believe the hype. Believe me. Or the tribe, yeah. as it is. Oh, oh. Um, on a on a on a spin off from Mafia Two or Open World City, I've mm. been playing. Um, I've been trying to finish off uh, Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh yeah, Ooh. that's what I was doing. I was playing that last night, and um, you know, you were saying about the cover system. Mm. The cover system in in GTA is just like it's just broke almost. It just feels like um, every time you you try and lock onto something, it's difficult to. I just sort of move around it and navigate your way around. I've just mm. done the mission where you have to parachute into the the TV station mm. and and then go through the building and like shoot people up. And I did it like first time or whatever, but it just felt like I wasn't locking to the sticky. To, yeah, it was it wasn't sticking as as much as I wanted it to. But I will say that Baldegay Tony probably I'm probably having more fun than that with the missions in that than I did with the missions in. Um, GTA 4 yeah the it's just because it's going back to the old San yeah, Andreas it's, yeah. it's massively over the top which is that, yeah, they're just really fun that shotgun that assault yeah, shotgun. Amazing, oh, the one you can take a car door off that's yeah. brilliant the automatic yeah. ones like with the yeah. explosive shells it's incredible yeah. if you if you haven't played Ballad of Gay Tony yet then you definitely should do um, intro just do you do you play 
with the um, aiming system? Do you play with the automatic aiming system or do you do it manual? Um, well, which well, it never it never does manual. Just basically, like, well, I have to hold L two. Yeah, where it locks on. Yeah. Do you use that? Yeah, yeah. See, I've always just gone. I feel I feel GTA shooting works a lot better if you just do the uncharted. If you put on manual, yeah, and then it's pretty much identical in chart. I feel the okay. shooting works a lot better if you do that. Maybe I'll try that then. As a tip for you. I, yeah. I must be near the end of that though now. Surely. No, if, if you're in the TV but you've been sweet, you've got a few more hours I reckon. Yeah. But you come across the guy who's in GT4, the uh, or the, the Bosnian guy. Bulgarian. Bulgarian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing missions for him at the yeah, moment because it's him that sends you into the TV station yeah. to the, um, aggressive probably a couple more hours. I will say GTA, uh, Gay Tony's got my absolute favourite I think ever GTA mission, even more Ooh. than Floor Leaf Clover. The, the the last mission's brilliant. It's okay. like 20, 30 minutes. All right. Don't, just keeps don't give it away. I, I won't give it away, but it's just, it's brilliantly paced. And, and it, they nuke the city at the end. Oh. And then, it, yeah, yeah, never no. dies. Um, another game that I've been playing, but I'll, I'll never, ever play again, yeah. is um, is Godfinger on, on the yeah. iPhone. Um, now, this was a game that I, I think I recommended for a game of the day. Mm. Uh, back uh, back in the day and I, I wrote like it's basically the visuals are great I'd only put like three four hours into it at yeah. the time because um, there's not that much to it so you get yeah. a full grasp of what, what yeah, there is there but what I didn't what I didn't quite get was that those first three or four hours was everything yeah. that you get in that game entirely it's more of the same but it takes longer it does it It does and it just turned into a grind and it it wasn't it wasn't fun anymore i was like logging into to play it just so i could like save up money to buy the next thing and then now i've got now i had all the i had all the buildings before i deleted it i also had like um the gold statue the gold dragon statue which increases the mana and stuff like that and you know, it just it never changed, and and like we like me and you was discussing, there was a there's a bit in the game where um, it brings up some skeletons, and they start to walk towards uh, the people, like your little villagers and followers well, and stuff. Actual skeletons, yeah, 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 like skeletons. yeah, no, proper, no, like, proper skeleton bones, yeah, yeah skeleton, proper. skeleton bones, like having a little walk and that, and um, and like do do do, yeah, uh, they they didn't do that noise, but no. I wish they did. But yeah, they 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 walk along, and you can use the the thunder cloud to uh, bring bring lightning down and kill them and like so I, I so after the first time it did that I was like oh right so it yeah, must get like increasingly sort of RTS element coming in yeah, yeah yeah it'll get increasingly difficult and there'll be more coming more swarms bigger things and all this lot no how many <laughs> like, more skeletons were there uh, there's like one you, one you see more, them again once literally one more skeleton this is free though isn't it this game yeah yeah, it is free. Yeah, but, it's free. But but the, the early promise of it is so good that you expect absolutely amazing things from it. Yeah, and then when it does introduce little things like that, you think, oh, there's gonna be some proper actual kind of real time yeah. management shit going on here. I'm just, I'm, I'm starting, I'm starting to wonder, like the the games that are made for free, as you say, like whether they, whether any of them have got any sort of like longevity. Yeah, you know, like whether or not they're they do last past the the 10 hour mark or whatever yeah. you know most games yeah. don't these days but like no. you know past 6 or 7 hours yeah yeah um because that mafia wars i know it's a similar game but that got that reached the ceiling and that was it yeah right sort of plateaued after that um and there's a there's a few other games that i've also got on my on my phone where i can sort of see like i might have seen everything now yeah, yeah. it's not the problem with those sort of like sort of casual management type games because mm. i had the same problem with mafia wars when i 
played it for like a few weeks on Facebook. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I think unless he starts throwing in new mechanics, which obviously something is sort of flash based yeah. and spreadsheet based as uh, Mafia Wars. Yeah. Is, that's basically all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously can't do, but mm. Godfinger definitely could have done. Yeah. Is that after a while you start seeing it in pure mechanical terms. Mm. Um, and it just becomes a set of mechanics. It's like I have the problem with JRPGs sometimes as well. Once you see the maths and equations running in the background, yeah, you stop even seeing the game. Then it just becomes like a set of functions, really. This is true. Which uh, kills it dead. This is true. Which is why I've deleted it, and I won't be going yeah. back to it ever again. I tell you what, you should play for your iPhone. Ooh. I was going to say that Mirror's Edge, which is excellent. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? they just released that last week. Did they? It's uh, you played Cannibal. Yeah. It's it's pretty much like Cannibal, except it's a lot more. Uh, mechanically complex it looks beautiful as well it's been you'll like it because it's been optimised for the iPhone 4's shiny screen Um, it's it's really simple it's you um, swipe the screen horizontally to make a run yeah it's seen from like a 2B side on perspective yeah it, it like it's it's very like the original Mirror's Edge where you you get all your red obstacles to slide under and jump over so slide your finger down you slide under something up, you jump over something, so it's all about keeping your momentum going throughout a level. It's it's really good. It's sounds hugely Moorish. It's definitely worth checking out. Sounds excellent. How much is that? Two ninety nine. That's too expensive. That. Tell you what else you you should play on your iPhone. <laughs> Go on. Uh, you play Cannibal. Yeah. Right. There's a game like Cannibal. Right. Um, Mirror's Edge. No, 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 no. See, you've, even without without Justin Hay, someone's coming in and sniped exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Almost. There's a game. I think old Jim Sterling did it as a uh, game of the day a mm. while back called Monster Dash. All right, right, okay. It's a lot of fun. I think it's about, I think it's in the sort of 119 ish bracket. I'm not entirely yeah, no, sure. too expensive. 59p or below. So it might be so that. It might be cheaper, it might be free. I'm right, not sure. okay. It's, it's not a lot. But basically, it's like a cartoony version of Cannibal. Starts mm. out quite slow, but accelerates the further it goes on. Yeah. Um, it's set in a sort of cartoon, sort of various sort of cartoon worlds based around sort of 50s B movies and sci fi yeah. films and stuff. Mm. You're playing a little sort of rugged 80s action hero guy called Barry Steak Fries, I think. Which immediately made me think he's awesome. Mm. Difference being, this time you're fully armed. Right. Um, okay. Armed only with high powered weaponry, as the um, blurb says of his escape. Nice. And basically, you start out with a shotgun, you've got that by default. Yeah. And basically, it's like, you know, one button to jump, one button to fire. That's yeah. it. Um, so you're constantly judging your jumps over whether you kind of jump over them, jump on top of them, because you can kill them by landing on the heads as well. Yeah. Or take the shot and leap over. There's quite a lot of like mic- really fast micromanagement on the go. Right. Um,. But at the same time, there's weapon upgrades you can get in crates along the way. Right. There's a machine gun. There's like a rail gun, which will take out everything on a row in front of you. Um, there's a machine gun jetpack, yeah. which is basically a jetpack, which lets you fly for about half a mile or so yeah. in game space. But it flies by, propels itself by firing bullets out of, the, out of its jet pipe, so you can mull everything below you. Nice. Uh, they've just patched it and put a free motorbike in there as well. So oh, maybe I'll check it out then. The front of it. Sounds good. Fun. Sounds good. Maybe I'll One, check that out. One nineteen knots. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Well, it's, it's that madness where you see something is two ninety nine and think, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah I know. Whereas, it's ridiculous. Whereas if it lasts you more than twenty minutes, which is probably what the average pint lasts you, yeah. then you've got your money back. Yeah, you yeah, got around though. Coming from the Spectrum days, that was a whole AAA game. Two ninety nine. I know. You know exactly. what I mean, I know I'm not going to get a full AAA game for for the iPhone. For I've, literally, sort of I've literally paid three pound fifty for a double vodka and been finished in five minutes. So <laughs> two ninety nine for a game that. Might last me fifteen. That's money well, well spent. Maybe I'll maybe in I'll those get that. Semi-alcoholic terms. Maybe I'll get it then. Um, the the other ones, and I'll, I'll wrap it up quite quickly. But the uh, I finished Lego Harry Potter last night. Ooh, yeah, platinum. platinum. Uh, no, no, not platinum yet. Um, still only done like thirty-eight percent of the game or something like that. There's loads of shit There's a lot to collect. Of shit in that um, 
I still is that the second Lego Harry Potter, is it? No, it's the first one, uh, one to four, uh-huh. uh, and then five. I thought, I thought you'd already done that eight. for some reason. What was no, the Lego that, game that you platinum? Uh, uh, Half Blood Prince, the uh-huh. EA one. This one's the Lego one. Um, but I still stand by the fact that Lego games are getting increasingly more difficult at painting where you're supposed to go next and what you're supposed to do next. Because there was many a time that me and uh, my girlfriend were like pottering around pardon the pun uh, trying to no, trying to trying to find <laughs> trying to find exactly where we were supposed to be going and and you know it just it sort of grated on our enjoyment of the game um, and also I've been playing Madden still oh, still yeah. playing it you want to to the point yeah to the point where um, I, I watched the the NFL at the weekend I watched the start of the NFL season New York First versus time, it, uh, yeah versus uh, Carolina Panthers I think it was it was good was it? Switched it off after no. the first quarter. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. The point is, just because it's, it's too long. More rugby with yeah. man it's too long. You think like four hours with all the adverts and the uh, songs and the gubbins and, and, the gubbins. and the balls and play for like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, seconds. It's time for the appreciation section. And this week's turn is back to Dave Horton again. Yeah. So, uh, what have you got for us this week, Dave? I have the. Evergreen yet completely overlooked wonder that is Snowboard Kids on the N64. Blank stirs. I've got a good sell. I've got a hard sell here, but it's going to be worth it. See, you know, earlier on, earlier on, uh, someone was kind enough on the forums to point out that um, someone had ripped off the style of Games Radar and and was using it to sort of... um, Run a shovel flash their, their flash flash site games and and yeah. you know like loads of properly shite games. Yeah. I thought that you'd followed a link from one of them to to that game when I was looking at your screen the other earlier on. What on YouTube? Yeah, I no. thought I thought it was I thought it was just like some some shitty like flash no, no, no. flash game that you was looking at that was off their it site. Had, like, polygons and graphics and everything. But it's, but it's not. It's it's the game that you're using for the no. appreciation. Oh, how wrong you were! I know, and now I feel terrible. Mocking the greatest thing ever, pretty much. Why was it the greatest thing it's ever? Then basically, it was the best racing game on the N64. I'm sorry, screw Mario Kart. Mario Kart 64 was toss. Uh, well, it wasn't toss, but compared to the rest of the series, it was the weakest one. But it obviously got all the plaudits because it was Mario Kart. Yeah. Blue shells. No, no, no. no, right. Snowboard Kids by um, a semi-obscure Japanese dev called Rakdim. No. Now called Rakjin. Um, I don't know why they changed that. Neither word means anything, as yeah. far as I'm aware. But um, responsible for quite a lot, actually, if you go through the whole list. Um, what are the big hitters that they're responsible nothing for? Nothing you've really heard of much. They There's a lot of old Jap- obscure Japanese stuff. They've done quite a lot of the Bomberman franchise, later Bomberman franchise stuff. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, they've done... Um, oh, there was... They've worked on a there was an RPG they did for Mistwalker. Um, um, which, remember the one for the DS called Ash? Oh, um, yeah, no. Yeah, no. yes you do. No, it was actually quite a big deal during the oh, previous stage, and then it the, never got released outside Japan. The, um... Archaic Sealed Heat. That's the one, yeah. That's the one, yeah. They did that. I did well then. Yeah, yeah, I, did, yeah. I didn't know you what it was. You bluffed that like a genius. Yeah, that was really good. I didn't know what it was. I let Dave fill in the gaps. Yeah, did you yeah. see what I did there? Oh, that, they, Made yeah. it look almost oh, yeah. like you genuinely, genuinely sort of knew what I was going to say. Yeah. That was good. Sorry. Yeah, um, published by Atlas. Mm-hmm. who are good you know this is true uh, you know responsible for well between publishing and developing they've done the entire sort of Shin Megami Tensai series yeah. Persona Demon Souls Trauma Center Guilty Gear Bonk's Adventure is Trauma Center stuff. actually good yeah Trauma yeah. Center yeah. is good go on carry on why, why, why is why is Snowboard, Snowboard Kids, Kids basically uh, for a start it's SSX it taught SSX everything it bloody knows 
No, this is true, really? right? Okay. It's a downhill snowboarding racing game, mm-hmm. but in a kind of cartoony Mario Kart angle rather than more cartoony, right. but more realistic SSX angle. Yeah. Um, it's got the weapons of Mario Kart. In some cases, literally the weapons of Mario Kart in, in terms of functionality. Uh, but they're actually better than the Mario Kart ones. You've got usual homing missiles. Yeah. You've got bombs you can throw on the, around the track. You've got things you can leave behind. You've got icicles you can throw and freeze people. Yeah. Turns them into snowmen. You can actually no, you can snowball people, turn them into snowmen, which doesn't knock them out, but it locks the steering. So if you do that on a corner, they're yeah. boned. Okay. Um, there's quite there's actually there's a hell of a lot of depth to what look like some really cartoony throwaway weapons because mm. the way the tracks are designed to interact with them is really good. And like I said, if you free someone steering on a corner, yeah, really pisses them off. You can hit people with parachutes, which sends okay. them in the air and floats them down again. That's but if you nice. do that off the edge of a jump, you're the devil. Right, uh, all the time. Um, There's a really sort of nice weapon, like weapon buying system, where they're in boxes, knocking around the track as usual. Yeah, yeah. But you had to collect coins first, so you could buy, so you could unlock the boxes. All right. But at the same time, you could choose not to pick up weapons and save that cash mm. and use that for better board unlocks along the way. Right. As you okay. Completed it. But the best thing about it is the, the overall ambience was amazing for an N64 game. Sort of the size and scope and atmosphere of the tracks was amazing. Mm. Uh, the soundtrack's really sort of beautiful, fun little synthy soundtrack all the way through. Some yeah. genuinely, genuinely good tracks on it. Um, it's got a full SSX style trick system. Not as fluid right. as SSX is, but bear in mind, this is way before SSX. Yeah. It was doing the whole, you know, charge up a trick off a, off a lip, boing, away you go. Okay. To pull off whatever you can before you can land and crash. There's grind rails through it. There's yeah. little, all kinds of little bits in the track where you can find little secret jumps and get little bonus jumps out of yeah. them. Um, at the same time, the track design itself is brilliant. It's yeah. got that SSX bonkersness in a slightly sort of cuter, cartoony way, but still right. some really tight, quite hardcore stuff on the go as well. Yeah, And it's got this brilliant little thing that I've never seen any downhill racing game do since, um, where you actually had laps of the same track. Okay. Whereas SSX, you just obviously it's a one long track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over, or if you do the full mountain or whatever. Yeah. Snowboard kids, you get to the bottom, there's a ski lift, and you get mm. on the ski lift, go back to the top and do it again. Right. Which meant there was this amazing thing where it wasn't actually automated after you went past the finishing line. Mm. You saw the ski lift, which is this tiny little wind like gate about the size of you. Yeah. Um, it was in different places on different tracks. So you had to remember exactly where they were. Mm. And if there was more than one of you coming through the line at the same time, there was this massive fight for the first gate. Because whoever got to the gate first, got on the ski lift and went up. Right. The next person had to wait for the next lift to come around again. Oh, right. And, got, and whoever got to the lift first got a massive head start on the next lap. So this... And you could always get a little boost if you jumped off it as well. So there was always, if, there was, if it was neck and neck and you got a few, you were playing well. Yeah. And after a while, me and my sister were pretty much like that all the way. Um, there's... You're always going to save your nasties weapons for the finishing line. Yeah. And no one wanted to go over first because they knew they're going to get absolutely boned. Yes. So there's a lot of, hell of a lot of kind of tactical play with it as well. It's deceptively deep. Sounds, for a game that it got sounds good. It's just an all cartoon you also run. Yeah. It's actually a friggin' incredible piece of design. I don't know how I've, how I've ever missed out on this because it, it does did, sound to be honest. It sound quite good. So the first one, I think, I think the reason the first one got fairly it got fairly sharp previews at first, right? Because the other thing, it's got a really deep control system to a degree as well. It's right, really unusual way of controlling it. Mm. People played it at like sort of whatever the equivalent of the TGS was back then, mm. and thought the steering was balked. Yeah, but it turns out you don't just push left and right like doing SSX. Yeah, it's all based around the actual angling of the board. Right, so okay. your steering's like, all on the like back real part. snowboarding. Yeah, so your yeah. steering's all done on the back part of the analog stick axis. Oh, right, okay. So if you want to, say, you want to sort of steer, if you just push left and right, you'll drift left and right. Yeah. But if you want to really cut a hard groove, you've got to pull back on the stick and twist it round. 
Right, As okay. if he was sort of angling the board around like a runner. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm. So there's that sort of depth to it as well. And But it took a while for people to really click that it was good. Mm. I think it's one of those games that sort of, it was a last, the quality of it was real as last minute. Right. So probably not that many people bothered doing a big review of it. So was it out early on in the N64's no, life? Or? I, th- I can't remember exactly. I should have written the date down. Actually. Was it out it before was, or after uh, 1080? Uh, I'm honestly not sure. It might have been after. Um, it got a sequel that generation. Yeah. Which never came out um in <laughs> in Europe I don't think. Right. I think it got I think there was a PAL version in Australia but now got released to Europe for some reason. Right. I think the original version did though I got the American version. Mm. Um and there was also a, I think it was an enhanced port of the first one yeah. for the PS1. Mm. And also a sequel on the DS but they completely ruined it for that. <laughs> it was like years later and they made it a bit more realistic and a bit more kind of like you know, that kind of like cool, NSA, focus group SSX. cool sort of thing. Yeah. But a bit shat. And all the characters lost the personality and it wasn't good. But the original one, absolute solid gold blinder and everyone should play it. Everyone should play it, should they? Anyone with an N64 or an emulator should get hold of it. So we, we've got, you've got the videos of it. I have you? the videos. I've done some good quality videos out. Um, and we'll put that up. I'll on, put those up on the podcast on, page. On the podcast page. Um, just by your Im- impassioned uh, speaking of yes. it, I, I basically want to check it out now. You should check it out. I know that I only play it for like five seconds, but yeah, yeah. you know if any, if you if you do have a copy of it, I've got a copy. Well, I'm sure have Justin to, will have one somewhere. No, if I have to bring no, no, Justin was a Sega kid. He had a yeah, Saturn no, back then, but didn't he, he, he didn't have no games back he, then. He, had he, a sti- he steals Nintendo stuff though, doesn't he? Yeah, never, put him out yeah of he never plays them though, does he? No, no, way. no. He takes Nintendo stuff out of the office and just doesn't play it. Yeah, this is true. I think he sits next to his Sega stuff and goes, "Ah, you feel awkward now, don't you, Nintendo?" Yeah. Has a little fight with his like box art covers and stuff. That's a chilling insight into uh, into yeah. Justin's home life there, but, but probably um, a quite accurate one. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll well, I mean, I've got an N64. I've got an original copy of it. I'll if I manage to bring it down to Bath, I will yeah. bring it in. Dave, anything to add to that? N64 snowboarding begins and ends with 1080. That's what I'll say. Absolute wrongness of that period begins and ends with Dave Mickleham. It's time for question of the week. And this week's question is, do you think that gaming shows deserve a place on national TV or have they had their day already? Please explain your answer. And firstly, to Dave Mickleham, who will explain his answer fully. No, they're finished. Their day was early to mid-90s. Yeah, when I was both a lad. Yeah, uh, basically when the internet didn't exist, and the only I think way it existed, it did exist. well, it's been around since the eighties at yeah. least. But in terms of mainstream spots in their bedrooms having access to gaming footage, yeah. the only real way to get game footage back then, and this was before covered discs or anything like that. I mean, the, you might have got a very rare, horrible VHS in the front of a yeah. game mag. But, I've, yeah, I've still got the N64 but, magazine one. Yeah, mm-hmm. ba- back in the early 90s, in the kind of days of bad influence on... Uh, it was a ITV. game show on ITV, which I actually quite liked. Violet... Berlin. I almost see Beauregard. And, I don't know why I want to say she's from, she's from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka, that's right. Um, and who uh, was the other person? Andy. Andy, it was one of the Andys. Every single male kids presenter back in the night was called Andy. There Andy, were two of them. There were literally pa- two. Oh, him and Andy Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then, and then it was like Pat Sharp. Which which was the one that was had Andy his... Crane. Andy Crane. Andy which, Crane was on... Did he have his hand up Gordon the Gopher's arse? Yeah, his hand up Gordon the Gopher. Yeah, yes, that's right. Andy Pierce had the duck. Uh, yeah. yeah, put that in context. They were puppets. They weren't... Yeah, but back then, there was real, really no way to see actual game footage. Mm-hmm. So, like the likes of that and Games Master, that's the reason you tune in. That was, 
I, it's quite hard to explain how exciting it was to see game footage of games you'd never seen before back then. Do you was, remember the uh, the info burst at the end? Yeah, you had to you record play it back it. really fast and you had to record it and play it back in slow yeah. motion. Mm. That was a good probably, idea. Did it really work though? Because back then, because yeah. most VHS players just like played back in slow motion really staticky though, didn't they? Yeah, the, it still did that, but you still got to see like the um, the footage. It was quite good. Really it was quite a good idea. Well. It, was, <laughs> it was pretty like... No, it was a good idea, yeah. It's probably yeah. like like a really rough way of doing things. Yeah, like, but it was just like really ghetto downloading, wasn't it? It, mm. was, it was cool. It was everything about those shows though, even games are so, so low rent, like the studios, the quality of the guests. You know, it was just like bad infos. It was essentially, it just looked like a warehouse with a bunch of kids. It yeah. was. And they never looked set in like cardboard boxes. <laughs> it's like, so in, like, I like that. that. That felt kind of like the, the kind of cool indie equivalent to Games Master because Games Master was kind of it was almost more of like a game show. It was just mm. like people, like Zedless celebrities playing against each other. And the, the, the only reason I watched Games Master was like, they used to do like little reports from Japan from like yeah. E3 and TGS. And then I think my first ever glimpse out of the N64 came yeah. on Games Master. And that was a massive exit. I remember the first time seeing Mario 64. Was that the, the race between the kid and, and Dave Perry? Yeah, yeah. It could have been, yeah. Um, but like, seeing game footage back then like that convinced me to save up for like 18 months from N64 so mm. that, that was even though it was a bit low rent and a bit essentially a bit shit like in terms of the scripting everything was cheesy as hell but there was some value to that because the industry in terms of journalism was much much smaller so there was a real worth for having no matter what the quality there was a real worth for having something yeah. just up on screen but then is the is the, oh god I'm running my legs again now. yeah no, no <laughs> yes, like a cricket as, uh, as uh, as the internet age boomed in like the early two thousands, when stuff like Gamesville on Sky One came up, B it's just well, that was my god. Was, was Gamesville the uh, the, the kind of ghetto game, hip. The street gangster ghetto? What what was yes. the was it was that the one with the what were they called? Oh, Ga- the game no the gamerators. What were they? Oh yeah, called? I think it was. Oh, the, yeah, the guys shit, in the t shirts. Yeah, just yeah. I met one of them at uh, an event last year. It was weird. really yeah. No, uh, maybe we're thinking of the different ones, but like Big Boy Barry. Oh, you're thinking of Games oh, World. Oh, the yeah, videos. That's, that's videos. That's Big Boy Barry Big still in the industry. Barry. Yeah, no, still he's... well known in the industry. Now works at Madcats, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, there's a few. There's a few Did, other. Didn't people, you get it? offered to appear in Gamesville? Me? Yeah. No, that was back um, when you were in PSM. No, that was uh, X Play. X Play. Uh, oh yeah, X League TV. That's what that was. X. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll 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 get onto that bit in a, in a second. But so you, so you don't think that that it's worth bringing back gaming shows? Not on, on unless TV you could get Dominic Diamond or someone of his ilk to kind of present a kind of tongue in cheek, semi snarky. I remember he had a a show on Bravo a couple of years yeah, ago, which yeah. was kind of like. I mean, it, it was really kind of like taking the piss and it had like kind of some, some sort of like features on it. It was, it was quite funny. It was more about kind of having a bit of a laugh with video game culture. Like the Consylvania boys did yeah, on yeah. Uh, BBC Scotland, um, who's now got, uh, oh God, what's what's the guy's show on Xbox Live called? Oh, um, uh, the, the uh, Independent Charles. Independent Charles, Independent Charles yeah. the guy who did that, uh, briefly did uh, Sunday Florence. Night Show on uh, BBC Scotland called Consylvania, which was really good. It was horrendously Glaswegian which yeah. is yeah, it, was, yeah, it was it was it was it was really good it was, it was, was Video Gaiden before or after that which one was the follow up I think, series, I think didn't Video they? Gaiden might have been the follow up to it yeah um, but I'm not that sure was but it was really good. 
We'll, link, we'll link to it on the, yeah, on the site. That's kind of stuff it. where like the, the infamous Jade Raymond sketch came from and the, yeah. their take on the, the Halo 3 museum advert, like the old yeah. guy where yeah. he's having a breakdown about the war. But instead of recounting tales of Master Chief, it's being called a, a pedophile online yeah. and getting called a bitch on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, the only, yes, the, yes only worth, the only worth is if it goes on that sort of line. There's, there's no kind of place for just kind of like straight so journalism no. TV or cinema, no. yeah, not as no. dead. Uh, okay. Totally Dave, yeah. totally going to disagree. Um, I think Mick's sort of got a point in that kind of the old style of game show, I think, yeah. is, yeah, I mean, you know, showing games off and going, oh, look at this. Yeah, I mean, you can get these so widespread anywhere. Yeah. It's, you know, gaming is such a widespread medium now that that's not going to work, I don't think. But mm. I think by nature of that very same thing, games being a widespread medium, there's definitely room for it um because yeah. i mean any most of the kind of like big sort of media special interest areas have got some sort of magazine show you know what i mean but it's i mean obviously you've always got a film show every show every channel's got a film tv tv show or whatever yeah um the stuff like top gear which is always the obvious one everyone trots out but mm. you know it's as a sort of a specialist interest area made cool and interesting yeah that works and yeah i mean the average game is older now they've got more money to spend than the kids we were back then so i think from a sort of financial point from the industry and from the advertisers who are going to be putting adverts around these shows, mm. it makes a hell of a lot of sense. Um, and th- so there's definitely room for a more adult oriented thing. I mean, I know towards the end of Games Master, mm. it was interesting that Meek said that he thought it always felt like bad influence of the more kind of indie alternative to GM. Yeah. Because th- I thought it was the ab- exact opposite of that. Because it felt towards I, the I end saw anyway. It as well. Because Games Master was, especially as it went on, Games Master got really quite edgy. Mm. And like, if you watch the last two or three seasons, the amount of like stuff that Dominic Diamond squeezing in there that you should not have got away with at tea time. Yeah, but then it's it, insane. But then it put, um, what's he called in charge of it? Uh, who was it that, that ended up taking over from Dominic Diamond? No one. Um, Dominic Diamond came back. No, there was someone that did the the hiatus between like because Dominic Diamond quit for a while and then yeah yeah else took uh, what's over. his name yeah but that, that was only like season three then Dominic Diamond came and went until like season wait who six. was the man it who? was Dexter Fletcher wasn't it that was it yeah he who, 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 was in, who was in um uh, Kickass was he in Kickass yeah he's a pretty good actor actually he's in um, who's he in Kickass Lockstock and two small and he's balls. also oh, the he's tall re- guy who and he's basically got the like the best line in Lake Cake as well. Mm. Where he just calls his SWAT team a badger, sort you wank, yes. That's it. Uh, the the tall guy was in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels as well, but who, the, the, the one that boss. gets crushed, you know, the guy who gets crushed in the car, he gets like, he, um, what's he called? Daddy? Uh, big Daddy. Big Daddy and uh, Hit Girl, like they crush that guy in the car and he just pops and the windscreen like fills up with blood. Did you even watch the film? I can't remember that specific oh, right, okay. bit. I saw it like six, seven months ago. That, so. That's him anyway. And he's in the Doom movie as well. Yeah, yeah he's in the he's Doom the, movie. the guy who turns into Pinky. Yeah. But, but uh, um, he, yeah, he he was, was, I think he told about season three, wasn't it? Something and everyone, like everyone in unison said that he was shit. Yeah, he was just this loud, cocky he's, guy. He's, he's not like, keep him down. Not even big Hollywood films. Where's Dominic Diamond? Well, yeah, um, he was an actor predominantly. That was the thing. That was the thing, though. He was an actor, not a presenter. And that's, he came on trying to play some a part of yeah i think he's he, well the part of a gobby cockney guy in a shell suit essentially yeah um and <laughs> i he wish was matt was here because he'd he'd have the chance to do his uh his famous line then wouldn't he what's that you magging me off yeah that's what he was yeah it was, it was basically that for like a whole series it was rubbish it was um was and then diamond came back and he seems like he got a bit more control and started pushing things a bit further then mm. and i know towards the end of the series before it got canned 
yeah. quite inexplicably because he was doing really well, like even towards the end. Yeah, that he was trying to push towards it being a more sort of later night slot and a more kind of adult oriented mm. show anyway. Okay. So just pick it up and start running with that. So you think it does have a place still then? Yeah, yeah. Just switch the sort of focus and the tone of it a bit. Mm. Make it more based around your mainstream gamer now who's in the sort of 20s and 30s. Yeah. And make it a bit more knowing about the industry rather than kind of like, you know, ooh, games are made by developers yeah. like Bad Influence was. Because yeah. I always felt that was a bit sort of like really simplified view of things. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah, scale it up. Make it sort of like a spot on TV and it'd be great. <laughs> the worrying thing for me is thing for me is you, you said every channel has a decent oh no has a, a film show I can't think of a decent film show no I didn't say every channel the only, the only I, got one? I meant that kind of every every sort of like interest medium all I'm saying something. if there's like a bit yeah. like well, you know obviously film is still a bigger medium than games if if you can't find a decent show of that and tell I don't think film 2000 much, and film 2000x that's it's, good it's not that it good. is good Jonathan Ross is an acquired oh. taste it's uh if you if, if, fil- if film if films still haven't got a decent show, I, I don't see much hope for that, games. That's that's a complete illogical argument, though. You might as well because like because cheese isn't monkeys, then the moon's I made just, of I light. don't I don't see it. I can I can, I can certainly never aren't see it. Uh, I can never see a, a, a game show scale on the heights with like a Top Gear. No, because I just think there's fundamentally less scope to do funny shit. Well, with that, games. well you don't have to, I'm not saying be Top Gear. I'm saying I'm just talking about the market market placing of a niche sort of right. A neat sort of mainstream but kind of you know special interest show that yeah. does it in an engaging yet sort of mature fun way. Do it, let's do it. Plus, I mean, Dave's gone of, red. I know he's got a whole. He's, 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 he's furious. furious. I've angry got his blood. This needs to furious. happen. You have angered his blood, and he's going to swing for you in a minute. I'm worried. Yeah. Um, shall I? Shall I douse the flames? By all means. Um, I was going to say that there definitely is still a place for it on on national TV, and I think, I think. Um, if you compare it to some of the shit that gets put through and gets commissioned these days, well, like, just watch BBC Three in general. You yeah, know, it's like, like what? What's that? Snag, snag, snog, <laughs> snog, marry, marry avoid. and avoid. Yeah, and that's been going for years now. Yeah. Um, what? What's that about? That's just who would you? That's kiss? literally, you know, that playground yeah. game. It is yeah. literally who that would you on kiss? Screen. Who would you marry? And who would you avoid? Like, and then that, they sort of was... give if they're a bit rough, which they always yeah. are. They give them a bit of a makeover to justify. Basically saying all these people don't yeah. fancy you. That's it. X Factor, Big Brother. Chat. Uh, Chat. Dating in the dark. Dating in the dark. Do you, do you like dating in the dark? Dating in the bushes. Not in the bushes. No, not not your old school version. Yeah. Um, dating in the dark is exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Three three men, three women go into a room. Um, it's pitch black. They have a little conversation and then they decide who they like out, out of the fact this is that, amazing. Why that have they've never had seen the conversation. This? It's this up your street. Oh, no, no, they're not naked. Skin suits. No, there's no skin suits either. But um but yeah, all these all these things have got have been commissioned. And then you think there's so many like options and so many uh, different ways that you could present a game show on, on TV that would be far more compelling than this tripe that they're trotting out all the time. Like I just think that there there is there definitely is a space for it, and this the the whole Top Gear reference. Like I know it's been it's been addressed on many of occasion. Um, like people saying, "Oh, you know, we should make it popular, and you know, do like a Top Gear for games and stuff like that." But the difference between that is, they go out and they can drive from one side of Vietnam exactly. to the yeah, exactly. other. There are stunts you can do. With, we, we, there's only so much you can do yeah, with games. With games, you sit in the house and play them, exactly. and, that, and that's basically it. Like like you were saying before, reports from um, like T- uh, E3 and 
uh, Tokyo Game Show and stuff like that. I think those are quite interesting because I think if it was like a big broadcast thing, then you would be able to get more top uh, like celebrities or developers or whatever to like speak on camera and things. Um, not not to do um, the the online journalists any disservice, like the people that do get those interviews at the moment. But I think that opening it up to a bigger audience would sort of, I think I think it'd be pretty good. That or have pot woman. I used to watch the, yeah, the really yeah, dodgy yeah. Dominic Diamond Bravo one, which he essentially filmed in his bedroom, just because the woman who did the reports was the hot woman who did Robot Wars, the backstage bit. Oh the Robot yeah, Wars, the not oh. not Philippa, whatever. And yeah, the, the other one, the other one, the blonde one, the other one. That was that was exciting. But yeah, there's there's been yeah. there's been quite a few like late night. Yeah, in, in the bits, UK anyway. Yeah, bits. Bits was, was really good. I mean, what was the one with the kind of like American woman? That was, that was, bits. That was, that bits. was bits. And she's, was bits. she writes for them. the Guardian, no? Yeah, yeah. she yeah, she's done quite a lot of documentary Alex, stuff for the BBC. Alex Cross Chokes. Yeah, yeah. But no, she's good. I mean, she's like in the sort of serious was, tech journalism. Is that area, the one with Ian Lee who I really No, that was like that was like the bandits. that was like the sequel to bits that wasn't as good. That was awful. Because bits was good because it was like it was you know there was. I mean, Bits had, like, kind of, it was, yeah, it was really silly, but it had, like, it was obviously kind of quite clued up. Yeah. And at the same time, it kind of got, there was quite a lot about games culture and the surrounding yeah. nonsense built around game, games culture are as well, any, so it covered everything, really. Are there any shows on any, like, cable networks in the UK? There must be some yeah, game there's, shows Well, there used, to be, there used to be X-League TV, which... Uh, that was a whole that, channel, that was, wasn't it? That was a thing that I was asked to go on, but it was essentially just um, journalists and a presenter sat around talking while people played games and the format while it doesn't while it sounds like really boring it was it was a decent format but it was just i don't know it it, it was on it was on a channel that no one ever watches and it had the budget of one you know and <laughs> you know what i mean mm. like it, it sort of smelt a bit low budget the the entire thing but um i definitely think there there is space for a decent tv show on national tv i don't think a top gear one would work, but I also think that. Well, I I, I know. Is this is this a? Is this a I know you can say. It's it's a, a I was going to mention it as well. Is is it yeah, it I, I, I thought about no, this. Been, so I didn't know if we could talk. No, it's about been it or known, not. and it's, it's, yeah. all, it's all, details have been released. The fact that future is sort of well. well so yeah, well, Games Master TV's come. Games Master as a TV show yeah. is is on its way back. Yeah. Well. We hope so. I mean, our yeah. Our, with uh, Matt Cundy's uh, Matt Cundy's presenting. Yeah, basically, no, our kind of like. <laughs> Money Masters of uh, Future are trying to kind of get it back off the ground again, yeah. I think. And which is why, given this conversation, I mean, me and Nathan are sorted and makes you probably fired. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought George um, was the games master. We were digging George up from that shallow grave and no, no, putting no, a helmet no. in him. Brina, 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 Brina won't tell us where no. he buried We're going to have to put the cybernetic games master bits on him to cover up the wounds now. Yeah. You know, it's, there's too much of him missing. But yeah, but um, yeah. I, I, do think, I do think it could happen. And obviously, with do, games I master, it'd be good to sort of get back to the. Um, like the the fun side of it on TV, but also like I, I don't know they're going to have to go like quite serious, so it's not just a, a ridiculed. Well, no, I mean um, you know you can blend it easily enough. I mean yeah. maybe take a sort of slightly less snarky approach yeah. to the way we sort of do things. Get let's, the industry, get the culture, it'll all be good. Let's let's read some of the uh, responses that we got from the community then. Um, from Twitter, I've got approximation who says. As long as shows like I Am A Celebrity exist, then gaming shows deserve their moment in the sun, yeah. or at least another shot. Good work, that man. It's fine. Uh, Mr. Gilks says there's a pl there's still a place for them, though not in a gaming news format, but a competitive focus with audience participation. 
Well, the thing is, if you go to Korea, I mean, that stuff is as big yeah. as the X Factor. It's just they're all mental about StarCraft. So. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not too sure whether I'd want to watch like people playing LAN games and stuff like no, that. No, I don't know if I want to watch it. I mean, mm. it's the sort of thing I'll, I'll enjoy watching if someone's really good. Yeah. Or there's like a particular match, like, you know, the old Daigo one that always gets trotted out or a yeah. good Quake match. That's good for like 10 minutes on YouTube. Yeah. But I want to watch it all week or every night, one night every week or something. This is true. Uh, Steve Steve Beals of Twitter again says, um, of course they do. It has moved on from the nerdy geek culture of the 90s to be something many people can embrace. Exactly. I mean, if you look at, yeah, I mean, like with the amount of kind of like games advertising coverage on TV these days as well, you know mm. what I mean? It's just match made in heaven for both sides, isn't it? So, uh, David B. Cooper, again from Twitter, says, I don't think it's needed. I personally don't watch film or music shows, so I wouldn't watch a games one. But then he goes on to say, that said, the Charlie Brooker one, Games Wipe, from last year was quite good. Which he, he make he makes quite a good point. I'm yeah. not sure that I'm not sure, even though I wanted it to, I'm not sure that that format yeah. would work on a week in I'm not, week out basis. I don't know, it was a weird one that one because he was he, he could tell he wasn't really sure what audience was gunning for. Yeah. Because he was obviously he's a gamer himself, so he mm. was trying to be as hardcore as he could. But at the same time it sort of felt like less like a game show and more documentary about games. Yeah. To introduce you know the spots into it as well, so. Yeah. But I'm not sure just him having a rant about stuff and then doing a quick review is going to be the way to go, really. No, no, but I think it'd be, I think if if he was involved in it. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'd be, be up for him presenting. Yeah, that'd be fine. It'd be definitely good. Uh, did you watch that mix? I saw about the. Opening. What was that? Well, noise that was that noise? I was uh, just scrolling. Like, yeah, water. I thought the mic picked that up. <laughs> Stamping on a hot water bottle, <laughs> yeah. just exploding. I watched the first ten minutes and then uh, switched over. Why is that? Because it just felt like an introduction to games to people who might not understand games in a, in a semi-satirical manner. I thought, well, I know about games. But you should have watched so. it just because of, like, because he's a big gamer and this is how, like, games are, are, are perceived. And this is why he had to, he sort of, like, like Dave said, he sort of, like, it felt like he'd been pushed into making this game for an audience that he didn't even know existed. So... Definitely watch it all. It's yeah, quite it's good. worth checking out. Yeah. Quite liked it. Uh, Kase... What the hell is that name? Kesewene? Uh, Kesewene? Kesewene. I'm going Kesewene. Uh, he says, keep them online. Most gamers are online and it is... And it is... And who really watches TV these days? Anyway. What? <laughs> I think he said, oh, most gamers are online as it is. And who really watches TV these days? I don't know. I watch loads of TV. It's fair, I don't. Loads. I literally I don't, don't watch TV. TV. My watch TV's TV. there for my like for films and games. I watch. Really. I watch sport. That's about it. Um, and then Gregatron 08, who uh, Matt usually likes to go Gregatron 08. I miss Matt. Um, he says. <laughs> he says. Um, he says. Bring back Games Master. Hey. Well, you you're in luck, mate. Gaming TV has a right to be here. With all the Britons got talent and no brothel crap, uh, we're owed it. Yeah. Well, what's that? No, no brothel. Man. No, you're not allowed to watch that one, mate. What? You're not allowed it's to watch time. that After one. After bedtime. Oh, I'm, I'm no, googling it. it. I'm googling it on my phone. Uh, from from I'll smash through the rest of these. Uh, from Facebook, we've got Alison J Campbell who says some might say they haven't had their day, as there hasn't been a decent one. Probably good for some <laughs> afternoon telly. I thought he was breaking an Oasis song there from yeah. it. De- Deathmatch rollerball film style. Anybody? Deathmatch roll the 
ball film. Yeah, stuff. yeah, mm. you know, rollerball. Yeah. It was sort of like the inspiration for speedball, I suppose, in a way. Mm. Sort of combat sport of the future. I, I reckon it was probably out before that, though. No, it might not no it was the inspiration for... No, the yeah. film was out way back. The film was like late know. 70s, wasn't it? Carry on. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, Timothy James May says, uh, Cybernet used to be shit. Yeah, it was, but compulsive. Yeah, he said, but alas, we can we can get all the info on any game on the net in a flash without having to wait for an episode of whatever next week. Yeah. Which, you know, he's, he's, he's got a point there. Uh, Tristan Teasdale says, it depends on the show. If they just review games, then it'll be okay. Then it'll be okay to crap. But if they do more like telling people about news in the industry, interviewing key people about interesting subjects and having special events, etc., then it'll be great. So yeah. it really depends on how the programme is made. Yeah, I'm in with that. Present by the Robot Wars, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Robot Wars, man. What, Craig, oh, Craig Charles? Charles? I said woman. You said man. You said man. I said Robot Wars, You said woman. man. You said I, this man. Is, this is, no, I said woman. Again, people, play this back, then tell us. I was right the last man. time when people said play it back, I'll be right this time. Yeah, you got I lucky being right once, sure, you know what I mean? Sure That's he not really right man. this time. He definitely said man. Definitely said woman. Sure he said man. Yeah, right. Um, and the last the last one from uh, from Facebook is uh, from Sam Freeman, and he says I would I would like to see a games version of Johnny Vaughan's old movie watch format. Does anyone remember that? I remember movie, movie watch. watch. Yeah, it was the sort of Tea Time Channel Four, probably on the same time as GM actually. Yeah, um, film thing where they got like three random spots to kind of see three films and review them. But this is what he goes on to say here. He says get a games journalist and a set of three random uh, norms and have them play three of the latest releases, then have the show about them comparing their experiences. Could include previews, etc. Movie Watch used to give me a good idea of whether or not I would like a particular film. It was normal folks giving their opinions rather than the run-of-the-mill movie critics. Yeah, you know, he's got a point there, because the reason I always used to like Movie Watch is that you could, rather than getting like one man's opinion, you get three, and you'd always pick out the ones whose personalities basically made you like them or not like them. Yeah. And if an idiot said it was crap, then you should probably go and see it. And if someone right. who's all right said it was pretty good, then, you know, you've probably got a decent chance. So yeah. I think it's a good way of doing it. True. Uh, from the forums, then, we've got Tarek, who says, nah, most, game, most games plots could be summarised in a one-hour episode. Anything longer, and the level of shittiness rises exponentially. 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 Does he think we're talking about TV shows based on games, though? I think maybe, yeah. I think maybe he does. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he does. You're he's, he's got the wrong You're end falling. of the stick. Uh, RxB says, I don't really see why we need game shows on TV anymore. People that really care about games get most of their news from the internet. Okay, now we have enough channels now to find it in a place, find it a place somewhere, but would gamers really make it to watch it most? What? What? That makes no it's sense. the right My words, English but just not good. the right order. <laughs> That's good, good. Good, good at English. Uh, <laughs> most likely to happen would be a casual gamer show full of Wii and iPhone games because I think they have a bigger potential audience. Yeah, you would have to deal with that to some sort of degree. Mm, you but, would. Yeah, you would. Like, mm. well, it's, it's what's selling Depends what time here. you put it on, though. Well, yeah, you put it on later. I think if you if you wanted to show like the new Call of Duty and things like that, well, you'd, you'd have to put it on later anyway because we're talking later. about late night concept. So yeah, it'd have to be a late night show anyway. Mm. So, and the last one is from um, from our old friend Blues Corp, who hey. says, "I think they deserve a place on telly for people who like watching telly more than being on a computer, and especially for people who don't have access to the internet. Hopefully, there will be more coming." No, you're right, actually, because as much as like there's the argument that gamers get all their info from sitting in front of a monitor, mm. and yeah. For speed and stuff, that's bang well, on. For like ordering speed. 
Yeah. All right. No, for when you're up on an all night, you're just chowing it down to keep going. So right. all the last bit of news you can in. Yeah. Not that you should. Oh, but um, yeah, you know, for like sort of punctuality and speed and sort of like things being churned out, the internet yeah. is the way to go. But you don't always want to be sitting in front of a computer. You know, you're at home, you want to chill out in front of a TV. And mm. if you can get a show that does enough insightful industry stuff and culture stuff as well, yeah. that doesn't have to be maybe as timely, but, you know, with, you know, more kind of current bits and bobs as well. True. And yeah, that'd True. be worth sitting on your, on your couch for half an hour for, I think. True. True. It's the Games Radar Hotline. And um, we've got a few text messages from you guys. And the first one is from Kieran712, who says, It's your Scottish friend here, Kieran712. Once more, with a bit of news. Just found out that my brother is getting moved, so I won't be moveless till Christmas. Smiley face. Uh, anywho, my question this week... Is everyone happy that he's getting moved, by the way? Yeah, no, is he yeah. the guy who was debating selling his wheat to I get thought, moved? I thought that was someone else that was saying that he was going to sell it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was him. Either yeah. way, someone's got moved. Either, either way. You I thought, happy, I, was you happy a, about that? I thought I was our Scottish friend. Nah. You're nah. Scottish? You're Scottish. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says, anywho, my question this week is, what is your favourite bullshit game? <laughs> says, my, mine is so bad, my iPhone won't allow me to type it. Let's just say it involves trucks. You can't play the last level. And if you reverse, the game crashes. Oh, I is know that, what he's talking about. Is that that really? He's talking about, what was it called now? The really shit truck game? Yeah, the, the, like, the, <laughs> the famously the, broken one. The one that's known as the worst game Game ever. ever made. The one that literally wasn't even started before they released it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Can't remember what it was it's called. Not, it's not Big Mother Truckers, I keep thinking that, but it's not. No. Big Rigs, that's the fella. Big Rigs. Yeah. Was it Big Rigs? Big Rigs. Right, okay, I'll go with that. Because you could drive over like mountains. You like, could drive really through quick, rivers and yeah. straight back up the other side. Yeah. And, there's no clipping whatsoever. No. It's great. Dave, have you got a, a, a bullshit game? Uh, yeah, uh, bullshit. Uh, I paid 70, 80 quid for a Clay Fighter 63. Oh, I think I'm sure I've mentioned that in this podcast before, but yeah, that yeah, that, that looked like it was being drawn in front of you. It looked like but he says, it didn't. I remember the time it didn't look but good. But he, do, he does say, what is your favourite bullshit game? Yeah, it's my favourite bullshit game. It is. Yeah, you like, like it for, though? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got my granddad to drive me in the centre Edinburgh after school to... <laughs> To get that game for like seventy yeah. quid, it looked like you'd. If your TV was a, a cardboard box and it was two men with little sock puppets shaped like clay fighters acting it out, that's what the game looked like. But for some reason, I've always had this bizarre love for all things clay fighter ever since I bought the first one in the SNES. So it was terrible, but it had Earthworm Jim in it, and it had my favourite ever beat 'em up character, who was really easy to spam. It was that Sumo Santa who used to like going in. Yeah. But it was just. It had Earthworm Jim in it. Yeah, yeah, it had Earthworm Jim, yeah. Uh, was it the N64 version? Yeah, 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 the N64 version did, yeah, because right. it was interplay on the character at that oh, point. Plus, yeah. it's so based on uh, a Leslie Nielsen film, the whole name, also Naked Gun 33 and a third, so that was Mad Love yeah. Ever 63 and a third. I think they were so witty, yeah. they just took <laughs> the, film from, yeah. the title from so, the film uh, that yeah. was already out. It, it was good. Bullshit, but uh, I had a place in my heart, even though it was terrible. Terrible. Good. Dave? I don't know if I've left any bullshit games because I've got really good taste, but there was, I mean, there is, actually there is a 2D fighter which I'm going to mention and I'll get a lot of hatred for bringing it into even like Go on. periphery of bullshit, Say but it. objectively it's a bit broken and messy, Say but it. it's really fun. Say it. Say it. Killer Say Instinct. It. Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct is amazing and it's brilliant fun. Yeah. And it's one on of the N64? Uh, no, no. Well, any version of it. No. Um, probably, no, probably the SNES version because that was the only home released version of the original game. Mm. The N64 version of Killer Instinct 2. Yeah. Um, which wasn't as good anyway. But yeah, Killer Instinct, 
SNES or arcade, it you know it was messy, it's scrappy, it's full of bugs, it's really glitchable, it's totally exploitable. Mm. But at the same time, it's just big, silly, gory, rare fun, yeah. and it's an absolute hoot. Good. Mine is uh, Altered Beast, which I've probably oh. mentioned again on this podcast uh, on the Mega Drive, yeah. and um, it's it's a, it's a side scroller. Uh, and you could turn into different beasts, as the title yeah. suggests. Oh, you, you altered yourself into those beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it had some of the worst sound effects ever. In, we we all going to quote the opening voiceover here. You can do that. Or the wise from your grave. Yeah, the wise, <laughs> the wise, the wise from your grave. Um, and it, every time you punch someone, it felt like you was like punching a cardboard box as yeah. well, because it had like a really oh. weird sound to it. Yeah, not even that. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that. But, but I sort of. But well, not really. But I, I really, I really enjoyed uh, playing it just because it reminds me so much of my childhood, rather than what, punching things. At yeah, like yeah, yeah. Punching mostly punching boxes though. But that was usually in a in a fit of rage for not being able to to get a new game. Uh, the next the next text message that we got says, uh, "Hey, Talk Radar UK. Hey, praise the heavens. Your co- your coherent messenger." Shakespeare's Branliness. <laughs> I knew that was Branner. So I'm pretty sure it's Branner. <laughs> has returned from his journeys of adventure. Says my question is, if you could change a game's ending to suit your own needs, what and why would it would you do it? Also asks whether Sledgehammer Games will be able to matchmake as well as Treyarch. I'll answer the last one, the last question about Sledgehammer, who are uh, Activision's new. Yeah, who are making the the a Call of Duty spin off? Yeah, um, I've no idea about that. Yeah, so yeah. so we'll just move on to the other question. Um, would you change the ending of a game, makes? Mm. Yeah, I'd probably make the ending of Metal Gear Solid Four a lot shorter. Right. Okay. Right now, I'd change the ending of Red Dead to something Meeks hadn't already told me, right. uh, so I could complete it and actually curse. That's interesting. Um, and I'd also. <laughs> Changed the ending of Secret of Mana, which was my appreciation thing a while back. Right. Because the only problem with that game is it hasn't really got much of an ending. It just sort of like was a credits thing and it peters out and you never really get any backstory. Yeah. Whereas Final Fantasy VI, similar era, square game, get had like a 20 minute ending on the SNES. Yeah. So I'd give it something of that sort of scale. Okay. Um, I would change the ending of uh, Metal Gear also, uh, simply because I thought it. I thought he chickened out of killing off his characters when he had them in that prime position. But another one to to so that we've got three different games or four because you've already said two. Yeah, I feel yeah. left out now. Um, the the other one would be uh, Pez or FIFA finishing like the Champions League or or a league season, having like rather than that that stupid like they've got the trophy, there's a ticker tape parade, they're running, sliding on their knees to the crowd and things like that. I would have like. Um, after game like interviews and stuff, I would also have like um, like the the little bus parade going through the center of town, and um, and also I'd have like a replay mode of like the best goals yeah, from that yeah, season be and the if, best saves and stuff. Because I'm sure Master Week did it not used to have like credits where if you was it if you won the title did you like in credits? I'm sure there was some sort of credits. I can't yeah. remember when the kicked in it but yeah that'd be amazing if they interspliced all the most important goals from your yeah. season yeah that'd be incredible just to give you a massive be really hard to, to do f- though but it'd have to like almost save all your goals to the hard drive and then just stream them back yeah I guess so but you know this is a dream scenario so yeah, yeah. So, so I'm having it 
I am having it, mate. It's unrealistic. Yeah. Can't have it. Uh, so I hope that answered your, your question, Branner. Uh, the next one is from Al, who says, Hey, Talk Radar, how about doing an article on the good things gaming does? Like, for me, I have a genetic illness, and when I get sick, I play PS3 or DS, and it distracts me and cheers me up. Anyway, keep up the good work. Sounds fair enough. Sounds fair enough indeed. Because we do have a habit of like when we Kicking do kicking the shit out of everything. <laughs> yeah, when 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 we do when we do articles, we do end up like talking about the fact that you know what game is shit, yeah. which game. It's just this, it's, it's easier game. to be funny being a dick about something. Yeah, than it is yeah. being funny being nice about something. It is. Yeah, just because I'm, I'm I'm currently working on our next top seven, and it's a positive one for a change. Yeah, I'm not going to say what it is yet, but yeah, quite a lot hard to get gags out of this. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Be really amazing. Okay. Well, I'll we'll, we'll take that on board and try and do some more yeah. uh, some more positive sides of of gaming. There there are loads, but I guess like the audience that we're writing to already know these things. Yeah. So I guess it's more interesting to see like original. Yeah, the US still a lot of happy features. I think we're just yeah, cold, yeah. cynical husks of yeah. speak for yourself. Beings. Yeah. I'm, I remember I'm um, the after the first week of hate. <laughs> yeah. Just in a meeting we had, uh, but then Justin did suggest we followed up with a week of love. Mm. That idea lasted about four seconds, though. That would yeah. be uh, awful. Yeah, we went, oh, it'd be awful. Well, well, basically, I think what we did we, we took so the week, we took the week of hate, week of hate titles, and yeah. just changed it for love. Right, and realised they all just sounded just really happy love day. Way too ple- exactly, she sounded like that. Just incredibly pleasant and pleasant. Who wants pre- pleasant? It's just or, or present. I, I'd quite like I present actually. You. And presents, I'm fine. Yeah, week yeah. of presents, I could do with that. Yeah, if it was just <laughs> some boxing cool stuff, <laughs> what you? That'd be amazing. <laughs> You're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> spouting out random things. Quoting Simpsons. Yeah, I know. So it's a, it's a hug and kiss or whatever it was. Yeah, Lord Huggington. Lord Huggington. It's the same basic bear. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and the last one, last text message is from Joel Abel, who says, Hey guys, was just wondering if any of you are fans of Fantasy Star series, either the turn-based RPGs or the online <laughs> ones. I'm going to say no. no. I like to for all three of us. No. Um, hang on. Oh. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. But it wasn't talent in that because it was on the Dreamcast. He's not here, though. I know. He's you've asked it. the wrong it's week. Not, That's all it is. Yeah. It's, it's a yeah. Dreamcast game. So oh, no. so I, I'll, I'd like to put him a weekly plea because I'm okay. very right. concerned about him now. Norwegian King of Games, if anyone's <laughs> yeah, seen yeah, him or exactly. heard him or you know, last and whereabouts, he did, I'm really getting worried. He did always sound like he was ringing from the bottom of a well. He's, he's, well. He's, oh, but oh. it's been raining recently, so... It's been raining, oh, like in no. heavy rain. Yeah. Oh dear. Heavy rain. Why didn't they get set, on there? set his father all those elaborate challenges to prove his love for him, but he, <laughs> he took that pill and died, so that yeah. didn't work out very yeah. well, so his son's now drowned. So, oh dear! Yeah, it's gone a bit dark. This I feel a bit. Killed I feel him. a bit sad. Anyway, um, if if you, the Norwegian King of Names, or uh, or anyone else who's listening to this podcast wants to contact us via the Games Radar hotline, then you can contact us on O double seven five seven four zero two seven five nine. And once more from Meeks, O seven seven five seven four zero two seven five nine. is the end of another podcast so it just leaves for us to say goodbye so it's goodbye from Meeks 759 <laughs> <laughs> and it's goodbye from Dave 12 and it's goodbye from me thanks for listening 3 <laughs>